All right, welcome everybody to the Mets News Podcast. Yes, I am not near my laptop today. Yes, I just got done recording one with the entertainer talking sports. Probably one of my most easiest slash, I don't know, it's definitely one of these, the easiest guy to talk to I've ever had on, um, minus the draft expert and coach Weber. Um, but uh, enough about that said. The reason why I'm doing this is because the Mets got Francisco Lindor today and uh, D, I think Carrasco, I don't want to get the first the first name wrong. This is a huge move for the New York Metropolitans. Um, they didn't really give up a lot to get him. Um, I, I've said this a million times. The Mets need to make a move, a big move, a huge move, I called it. And they, and they basically did today. And, um, you know, number one, if we really want to get into it, who did they give up? They gave up Jimenez, Rosario, and two other prospects drafted in the 2019 draft. And talking to all the experts I've spoken to, and uh, I've also done research on Twitter, th- this is a steal. Um, obviously, the one, I think, downside to this deal is that the fact that the New York Metropolitans, in a sense, if they don't resign him, he goes out to free agency. But I think if you're Steve Cohen, you've obviously made it up in your head. Hey, we're going to resign this guy. We're going to, uh, you know, resign him. And I think that was, this is just another Mookie Betts deal. I think the Dodgers, in a sense, uh, really started this off for the franchise. Um, if you really want me to be honest with you, you because of uh, – they did this with Mookie Betts last year, if you remember. They traded for Mookie Betts, and like a week later, it was announced that um, he was signing a multi-year deal. So I'm a huge fan of this move. Um, it, we didn't give up a lot to get him. Rosario, I've said this a million times on the podcast. Go back into the archives that you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot depend on him. He's a chase hitter. If you look at his war, his war is not very good. And yes, I'm a coach and I, and I, I hate war. I hate, anal- I don't hate analytics, but a good guy once told me the, 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 the famous draft expert said analytics doesn't tell you the whole story. And with Ahmed Rosario, the analytics were good. I might've said, and he was just not really a clutch hitter. The only clutch hit I could ever remember him getting was this year during the pandemic season, he hit the walk-off home run at Yankee Stadium in the bottom of the seventh. And it was because the role Chapman was coming off of COVID and he was not reliable. I think this was, that was his second appearance that year. So in a sense, am I, am I saying Ahmed Rosario is a bad baseball player? No, I'm not. I think Ahmed Rosario has a chance to be a very, very, very good baseball player, but he is not on the level of a Francisco Lindor. And if you want to be honest with me, then you got, you got to be honest with yourself here. Would you rather have a generational player, a Mike Piazza, a Gary Carter, a Keith Hernandez, or would you rather have an average, below average defender? If you look at the analytics, and some of my listeners say, you don't believe in analytics. Well, if you look at analytics, he's not very good defensively. He's one of the worst shortstops in the league. Um, and he's, he's an average player. In my eyes, he's a below average player because he was a top 10 prospect. But enough said about him. Jimenez is the next guy I'll give up, talk about. He's the one guy, if you had to ask me, if you had to, if you had me to, if you said Ben, pick out someone that has a shot to be very, very good 
and could bite the Mets in the ass if they don't sign Lindor back. I, I would, I would, I would say Jimenez. I really would. I, I think that if you look at Jimenez, um, he has a great swing. He is a great defender. Some would say, a, I think he's, he has a chance to be a Gold Glover one day. And th- that's a deal. I think that that might come back to bite him in the ass. Am I sorry to see? Am I sad to see him go? Of course I am. But is this is this like Jared Kalnick, where I'm ripping my hair out every time I think of the deal? No. Uh, like I've been saying, the Lindor is a generational player, and um, I might have said during my holiday episode that I'm uh, a huge. I wasn't a huge fan of it because I thought we'd have to give to give up a Dom Smith a J.D. Davis on top of a Jimenez. But for what we gave up, the one player really that has an upside in this deal is Jimenez. I'm 100% okay with it. I really, I, I'm a huge fan of it. I, I, I just, I love this deal. The two other prospects were below average prospects. They were not, people are saying, but I'll be the, I'm going to be the little guy here today that was on Twitter, the Met fan that was freaking out. This, see, I, see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant about Mets fans here for a second. Not all Mets fans. I just got done with the entertainer. This guy, the entertainer, is a great guy. Um, he understands. He wanted the Mets to make a big move. He was pumped up about it. He's on my side. He was very pumped up about the deal. He loved the deal. And he thought it was a steal. And then you have the other Mets fans, Andy Martino, Andy Martino. I don't know why I'm coughing so much, but guys like him, Andy Martino, that say, "Oh, the Mets did it! Oh my God, the Mets did! The Mets did do it! Oh, they gave up prospects that were nice to the organization." Oh, give me a break! Not nice in our organization. We have the worst farm system in the league, and you know. I'm, I love Mets fans. And, and, and by the way, you're entitled to your own opinion. I'm not going to tell you, but I think in this case, you're wrong, and you just don't. And you just want the Mets to suck forever. I, I really do. Um, but the other two guys they gave up are really unproven prospects. They have they don't have a high they have a high ceiling, but there's a huge chance. The one I'm nervous about is the pitcher, but I'm not really that nervous about. Like I said earlier, Jimenez is the guy that I was like. If you had to tell me, pick one guy out of that deal that could be bad, it's Jimenez 100%. Um, I think that covers everything on the Mets side. Now, Indians fans out there, my beloved Indians nation. By the way, am I allowed to say Indians? If I'm not allowed to say Indians, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to offend anybody, and I'm being honest. I don't mean to offend anybody if they're not the Indians anymore. Maybe, I, I don't know if they're changing their name. So I'll say Cleveland, the Cleveland nation. Um, in a sense, I feel bad for you. Your owner's cheap. He reminds me of Jeff Wilpon. He's a Dolan, so apparently he might be related to James Dolan. Coach Weber and I know, because Coach Weber's a Knicks fan, that a Dolan shouldn't own a, a franchise, but I could be off. Um, I think I read that on the on Twitter today, but uh, <laughs> I feel terrible for you. You got ripped off here. Um it's sad that a major league baseball team can only have a payroll of less than $50 million, but uh, whatever. It's like we're in the 19, whatever we're in the early 1980s, but uh, I feel bad for you. I really, I feel terrible for you in a sense. I'm not a huge uh, perspective guy, but I, I do feel terrible for you. I, I do. So this has been an edition of the Mets news podcast. Uh, well, well, hold on, hold on. The Met, I have to talk about the pitcher, Carrasco. Carrasco is a cancer survivor. 
He pitched at a 2.7 ADRA last season. He was okay. He's going to be a third or fourth starter. And on paper, the Mets have one of the best rotations in all of baseball. If you really want to be honest, I mean, we have him, uh, Carrasco. We have DeGrom, best pitcher in baseball. Stroman, who's pitching on a contract here. And what have I said a million times? I love the one-year deals. Love them a lot. The one-year deals are the future of baseball. It's, it works in every sport. The Mets just got unlucky with Porcello and Waka. By the way, they were Dollar General bins. By the way, they came out of the Dollar General bin. But uh, you have him, uh, DeGrom, Syndergaard, who could be a Cy Young candidate pitching for another contract. Peterson. Peterson has a young upside, which I'm happy we didn't give him up. And all in all, we still have a very young team. A very, 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 very young team. Uh, Conforto in a contract year. This team's built to win now. I'd still like them to go out and get Trevor Bauer. Do I think they're going to get Trevor Bauer now? Uh, you know, probably not. But I-, I would love for them to get Trevor Bauer. <clears throat> Excuse me, in a sense. But uh, I've been talking for over an hour and a half now. Um, on an hour and 15 minutes. So my my voice is starting to get a little tired out. So I'm going to wrap up. But uh, looking at this Mets team, they're built to win now. They have to either go, I think, if you had Springer or Bauer, uh, the entertainer, I'm just using him because I just spoke to him, would rather have Springer. I, I still think Bauer, let's have that dream rotation. The Met bullpen, I'd like to see one more piece, maybe go out and get a Brad hand. But all in all, if the Mets were done today and this was the Wolpon era, we'd be satisfied. This is a great move by the Mets. I can't, this is a generational guy. He's already projected to be better than Jose Reyes. And if you look at his numbers, he has Derek Jeter numbers, and Derek Jeter's in the Hall of Fame, so the Mets could have a Hall of Fame shortstop heading to Cooperstown. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. But all in all, a great day for Mets fans. Thank you, Steve Cohen, I, the best owner in Major League Baseball by far. This has been an edition of the Mets News Podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening. Stay safe. I know yesterday was crazy. Don't want to get into it on a political podcast, but I hope everyone's staying safe out there and have a good one. Thank you guys so much.